0: Hello, everyone. This is the Things I would Tell My Younger Self podcast. I am your host, Ashley Seeger. And this is a place where life stories are shared, the lessons that were learned, and the things we would want our younger selves to know. I've experienced a lot of things in my life, both good and bad, and I'm sharing these experiences to offer support, comfort, and hope to those who may be going through their own challenges. As I look back over the things that have happened in my adult life and the two marriages that I have been in, I was talking to my therapist about red flags. Things that I took on as being responsible for being with the people that I was with, marrying the people that I married. And My therapist asked me, what are some red flags that you notice now and things that you overlooked back then? And I've really taken time to think about this because I have been taking on the responsibility for those things that I missed. And I guess I've also been taking on the responsibility of how they acted, and what I allowed to continue, because I wanted a relationship with these people that maybe weren't the best for me. One of the biggest red flags that I recognize now is something that is called love bombing, and it is where the other person will make you feel like you can't live without them, that you were completely meant to be together, that you two finally found each other, and how your life is just going to be so much better because they are in it with you. They make you feel like you are the most important, most special person ever, and their whole world revolves around you. So they say the right things. They act the right way. They do all the things that you think that you want. But if you were to take a step back, you would maybe think things a little bit differently. Now this isn't to say that people can't have genuine and true feelings in a short amount of time. This is just to say that it's a red flag. If someone is all in, all at once. Now I know that I am very susceptible to this because of the lack that I've had in my life because of the things that I've been through growing up. The tra- This is a trauma response for me to accept it, be- this love bombing, because I was deprived of it for so long. So when a person's saying all these things that makes it seem like they're the only person for you and that you two can't live without each other they're trying to draw you in quickly so that way you can uh, be with them right now like it's all all in a hurry all in a rush like it has to happen right now and looking back now I realized that I rushed into these things very quickly these relationships and if I would have allowed myself to take more time before being in a serious relationship with the people that I ended up marrying then I probably would have saved myself a lot of heartache and I definitely would have been able to recognize other red flags and signs that maybe this person isn't the right person for me which is really hard and that's where I take the responsibility on myself. But it's also important to know that sometimes if we haven't either healed our trauma or gone through the healing process of the things that we've been through or depending on how we grew up, the home environment that we had, how we were raised, our childhoods, it can be really, really hard to take a step back and say, oh, maybe I should take more time in these relationships to make sure that this is the right person for me. Or it can be really hard to not want to just soak up all of that love bombing like a sponge because you've been so deprived for so long that you feel that you need this from someone else. And I know that there are many people out there who say that you need to learn to love yourself first, which is 100% true. You really do. And to go through the healing process and to take time to really get to know someone and not allow them to just love bomb you into a relationship. Another red flag is moving very fast in um, either moving in together or becoming physically intimate or, um, all the things that just are speeding up the relationship at a very fast pace, that's another red flag. When someone is trying to rush into a relationship to the point where you're engaged after a couple months and then married after just a few months, that's, that's a red flag as well. Because it takes time, especially when you are getting to know someone and especially if you aren't fully healed from things that have happened, it can be really easy to want to rush into something else and taking the time to get to know the person and to see what kind of person they are is really important so that way you know fully what you're getting into and the kind of person that they are going to be. For me personally, I think another big red flag is someone who doesn't have many hobbies or interests or things in their own lives, that they instead adopt everything that you do. I think especially when you're older, it's natural to have hobbies and interests, things that you like to do that are for you, that you want to include others. However, there is a distinct difference between being interested in your partner's hobbies and adopting them as your own. And that's not to say it doesn't happen. I'm just saying that a lot of times people should have their own hobbies and then you can do yours together to see if they're, if they're a good fit. If you guys can do these together. They should also have their own interest in things and it's okay to share in those things but when someone just completely wants to adopt yours, that's kind of a red flag, for me anyway, from my experience. I think, like I said, especially when you're older, that a lot of times you develop hobbies and interests as you're living life and it's kind of suspect to me if someone hasn't done that for themselves. That they are so quick to just try to find out what yours are. And I think the reason that it's suspicious to me is because it's almost like they don't know who they are. So they want to adopt who you are to be a part of them. And that's why it's a red flag for me. A lot of these red flags are things that narcissists do. They do this because they want to move quickly and they need to hide who they really are and wear this mask of who they think that you want them to be so that way you don't see who they really are and then what happens is they start leeching off of you to pull supply from you so if you're an energetic bubbly outgoing person they're going to start feeding off of that like they need it they need it to feel like themselves And that's what narcissists do. They have to feed off of their supply. And when you pull back and you say, "Uh, I'm not going to allow that anymore, that will show you who they really are. And that's why I'm saying if you don't give in to the love bombing, take your time and get to know someone and make sure that they have interest. That way you can see who they are. Otherwise, all those things together are going to confuse you and it's going to allow them to basically feed off of you to the point that you will lose yourself. And then the last episode I talked about how they will cause you to lose yourself through manipulation and by tearing you down and I've also experienced name calling belittling I've experienced a lot of physical aggression a lot of controlling behaviors to the point where they want to dictate what you can wear on your body whether you go out with friends whether you take your kids hiking without them because they don't want you to live your life because they need to feed off of you they want you to be their supply and be theirs ready all the time and that can be really hard to see at the beginning that's why it's so important to take time to get to know someone and it can be really hard to see that someone is love bombing you especially when you've been deprived of feeling loved or cared for but when someone is all in really fast Or someone is saying all the right things all the time and making you feel like you couldn't live without them. That isn't necessarily true. And of course there are exceptions to all of these things. These are just the experiences that I have. And if I could go back, I would tell my younger self the advice that I already given. To slow down, heal your past trauma, don't give in to the love bombing. Don't move too fast. Uh, Make sure that someone that you're with knows who they are, like their interests and the things that are important to them so they aren't just adopting yours. And I would also tell her to not take full responsibility for how they act or the things that they've done. I know a lot of times I tend to feel responsible for that, for how I allowed someone to treat me, for how long I stayed with them. There were many times when I should have ended the relationships with uh, both of my husbands a lot sooner than I did. A lot of things that I wish I could go back and say, nope, this isn't okay. I need to end this now. And I should have protected my kids better. I should have put my foot down and said that these behaviors and the things that you're doing are not okay. And this is abusive behaviors. And I should have had more confidence and I should have stood up for not only myself but especially my children. And that is something that I regret fully not doing better. Because when you see a grown man getting in a physical altercation with a 15-year-old boy, that's not okay. It's not okay. When they are threatening to jump out of a moving car, that's not okay. When they are giving you ultimatums that it's either you or them or your kids, that's not okay. And if I would have taken the time to get to know this person and do the things that I needed to to heal myself, to not feel like I needed the love bombing that he was giving or the things that he was offering that turned out to not be much, then maybe I would have been able to say, "Mm, that's not okay, you need to go. And even though we can't go back and change the past, all we can do is move forward. But it's important to be aware of these things. And if I could go back and reassure my younger self that it's okay to stand up for yourself. It's okay to stand up for your kids. It's okay to say, no, you don't need this person in your life if this is how they're going to act you don't need this person in your life if this is how they're going to treat you or your children in those moments it's okay to say this person is not the person that is going to help in my life to make things better and these behaviors are definitely not going to help anything and I would tell her that it's okay to choose you it's okay to choose your children and you don't need this person that's going to Make life harder in the long run. It's okay. And I wish I could go back and tell my younger self this and to let her know that she doesn't have to take the full weight of responsibility for how others are acting or how they choose to behave. That we can definitely create boundaries and cut ourselves off from that person, but that doesn't mean that we need to take the responsibility of how they behaved. We can only take the responsibility for not allowing it to happen anymore and i hope that you have a wonderful day thanks for joining me for this episode on things i tell my younger self if you enjoyed the show don't forget to subscribe or leave a review wherever you get your podcasts